0: Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 327 for Tuesday, the 24th of December, 2013. Good to see you. Uh, I'm Robbie.
1: I'm Sasha. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> just awesome.
0: A couple, just one more sleep to go, kids. Yay. One more sleep to go.
1: <laughs> now, coming up in the newsroom, just in time for Christmas, details are... Of as many f- as 40 million customer debit and credit credentials have leaked in a data breach at Target. A wow. Go- I know. Bad. A Google Chrome-based desktop computer has been announced by LG. Life is good. BT will be blocking porn for all of its users by default.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. And Google has bought the company that made that dog-like robot that runs really fast. So stick around. These stories are coming up later in the show.
0: Tonight, also, we're going to be chatting with Dale Pearson from, uh, it is uh, Mm
2: subliminalhacking.net.
0: And uh, you want to check him out, but we're going to be talking to him a little bit uh, about these fake scam tech support calls that you sometimes receive or that you may receive. We want to let you know what to expect with that. Um, Just kind of one of the current kinds of scams that are going on and happening through your telephone so it doesn't matter if you're on mac windows or linux it happens through your phone so like i say dale pearson is going to be joining us in just a couple moments time don't go anywhere looking forward to tonight it's going to be a great show
1: this is category 5 technology tv starring sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble, Krista Wells, Eric Kidd, and your host, Robbie Ferguson.
3: To secure your company, you need confidence in a trusted solution. Technological leadership has made ESET a pioneer of the antivirus industry for 25 years. Continual research and development has earned us trust in our solutions. A long record of awards and independent security tests are proof of this as are millions of users worldwide. ESET endpoint security solutions for your business. Emerging threats are eliminated by our unique scanning engine with cloud-based technology. Low system demands ensure fast and efficient security. Web control prevents network overloads and controls online activity. With our easily manageable solution, you can oversee security on thousands of endpoints from a single console. Flexible, easily managed, and cost-effective. Endpoint security solutions from ESET. Proven. Trusted.
0: This is Category 5 Technology TV. So good to have you here. My name is Robbie Ferguson.
1: I am Sasha Dermatis.
0: And tonight we have a very special guest. Dale Pearson is joining us from subliminalhacking.net. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of these scams that are going on right now. Sasha, are you aware of these scams where somebody will phone you up and they'll say, Hello, my name's Robbie. I'm Mm -hmm. calling from, say, Microsoft. Uh, your computer's susceptible to this or that, and I'd like to fix it for you.
1: You know, I'm aware that they could possibly happen to me, but I feel like knowing who I am, I feel like if I were to get a call like that, I, I might be one of those naive people who actually thought somebody from Microsoft was calling.
0: It could happen, couldn't
1: it? Well, yeah. I mean, depending. I mean, and that's why something like this interests me so much.
0: Dale Pearson had it happen to him. Dale, good to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Dale, you had this happen, didn't you?
2: I did. It's like winning the lottery. Just
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they don't know who they're calling. It's I don't know if they've got some black book somewhere, or maybe they're just going through names in the phone book. Dale Pearson comes up. They pick up the phone. They dial you up. And what happens at that point?
2: Mhm. Yeah, so then, uh, like you guys have mentioned already, you hear about these fact to scams, and initially the phone rings, and I think, oh man, someone's just wasting my time first thing. Yeah, the solicitor. <laughs> yeah, I don't really need this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I want to talk yeah. all about it and hear about your experience, um, but the viewers are wondering, okay, what is Subliminal Hacking? What uh, you know? Why is it kind of ironic that these guys would end up calling you, of all people?
2: Yeah, so Subliminal Hacking is uh, a site that I founded a fair few years ago now. And basically my day job is um, running threat simulations for companies. But what I specialize in is social engineering techniques and kind of the the tactics and the methods that people use to manipulate or influence people. And these guys
1: called him. Oh, wow. (laughs) How ironic is that? So did you know right away what was going on?
2: Yeah, straight away I kind of thought, Wow. Because I've, I've said to friends before, lots of people ask me, you know, if these guys ever wrong you, what are they up to? What are they trying to do? And I explained to them, you know, just ignore it. They're trying to scam you. You know, there's nothing wrong with your machine. Yeah. And so initially when the phone rang, I was kind of like, ah, oh, these guys are wasting my time. But then at the same time, it suddenly clicked that here's an opportunity for me to, you know, have some fun with these guys.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'd love to actually take a little look at some of the fun you had. Now, this took three hours of your day
2: yeah a total of three hours i haven't put all the obviously i didn't want to bore people so much with three hours of footage uh, online so what i did is i posted a video kind of like the last 30 minutes but essentially when they first called me i kind of the initial plan was just to lead them along for a while you know to run up a bill for them so you know them getting some money out of me you know charging those guys back and right. um, that's when i had the idea of you know, if we cover, you know, shortly that, you know, i set up a virtual machine, I'll change my internet-facing IP address, I'll let them hack me yep. just so I can experience what this is and, and really record it because you hear a lot about it, but you don't really see what they're up to.
0: It's kind of like antivirus yeah. technicians. They sometimes have to let themselves get infected in order to know what it is that it's doing. Yeah. And that's exactly wow. what Dale That's has done.
1: incredibly so brave.
0: We want to show you this because I, I think, Dale, part of your motivation here was the awareness of viewers and blog readers at subliminalhacking.net and just the public awareness to know that this kind of scam is going on we really need to understand that
2: yeah and the main thing is you don't you get to hear about the fact this scam happens and you hear from you know people you know almost like in a third party sense that yeah this is what happened this is what they said when they spoke to me this is what they tried to have me do yeah you don't often see exactly what happened and hear the exact language. So yep. I thought it was a good opportunity to you know, hear what's happening, see what's happening on the screen, see what's happening to your machine and what they're you know, trying to do that you can't see.
0: Okay, so let's do that right now. This is a clip from Dale's website, subliminalhacking.net, of the phone call that came in to him.
4: Hello? Uh, yeah, Hi, uh, very good afternoon to you, sir. My name is Clifford, the person you had a work with, the senior manager All right. So at the same time, what I want you to do is close down this page. Close the page.
2: The web, the web page, or the little, or the little right. box.
4: Okay. You will come back to your normal desktop. Okay. When you return back to your normal desktop, you just need to let me know. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay, can you see any option accept? Okay. Accept. Give a click on accept. Alright, congratulations, sir. You've been connected to the rescue department where the certified technicians are working on your computer right now. So just leave the control of your mouse as he's going to work on the computer and show you each and every problem that has making your computer exactly in this kind of state. Alright? Okay. So now at the same time, could you tell me how old is this computer?
2: I use a computer.
4: Yeah, how old is the computer?
2: About five years old.
4: Five years old. I believe that you are the authorised person and the main owner of this computer. Yes. Alright. And what are the kind of activities you do on the internet? Is it surfing, emailing, shopping, browsing, Skype?
2: Just uh, just the internet. I beg pardon? D- just use the internet.
4: Okay, just yes, the internet. Alright, so at the same time, by the way, exactly. You know for yourself, internet is a very high traffic zone, right? Pardon? Do you have any idea? You know that internet is a very high traffic zone?
2: High traffic zone?
4: Like, I'm saying that. you know that internet is a very high traffic zone? No, I don't know what you mean. Like, what happens? Like, you know, there are many people who use the internet nowadays, Uh, alright? Oh, yes. So, whenever you are online, you never know exactly how many people are online at the same time. So, what happens exactly? Now, I do believe you have an antivirus.
2: Yes, yep.
4: Which antivirus are you using for your computer?
2: Uh, I don't know, it just came with it.
4: Okay, I'll just check the antivirus, just give me a second. Just check the antivirus, which antivirus are using for your computer. Alright, uh, so I just got a message from my certified technician stating that you have no kind of
2: antivirus for the protection of this computer. Are you aware about that? No, I I didn't know that.
4: Oh, you never know that. All right. So now, what can you see on your computer screen? Can you see? What can you see? Could you tell me? Lots of warnings. Lots of warnings. Do you have any idea what are these warnings?
2: No, I don't know. Not, not good, I uh, guess.
4: These are, the kind, no problem. these are the very unsecured application and the harmful links which are running in your computer, which is not safe for your computer and neither is safe for all the personal information and whatever you do on the internet. Because these are the kind of files which are getting downloaded from the gateway of the internet, which slowly by slowly, it will affect the performance of the computer as well. Oh, okay. Alright. So at the same time, these are the kind of applications which are running in the computer, which is not totally safe and secured, which means that whenever you work on the internet, what happens? These kind of files, when it gets into your computer, slowly by slowly, it will intend to slow down the performance of the computer. Where sometimes you will notice, like whenever you try to turn on your computer, it will take two, to four seconds to start up. Or whenever you try to pull up the internet page or do any kind of activities online, the page will also take some time to load up. Where sometimes as well, exactly, all right. Sometimes as well, whenever you try to, like you know, whenever you try to work on your computer, sometimes the computer will take some time to get frozen up, where the program will not be responding. So, these are the kind of symptoms that your computer can, you know, run, can give you when you have these kind of errors and warnings. Also, apart from that, whenever you work on the internet, it's totally unsafe and unsecured. Because you never know who can get into your personal information, where all your personal files and documents, whatever you are saved in the computer, where there might be a risk of losing those deposit data as well. All right?
0: Okay. Wow. That is just frightening, right? Because it, these guys pick up the phone. Dale, first of all, fantastic job, by the way. <laughs> That's Dale from subliminalhacking.net. And one of the things, uh, we were chatting there as the video was playing, mm-hmm. and it just seems like the script was getting thicker and more manipulative as, as mm-hmm. he was realizing that you didn't know what you were talking about when it came to tech. And I love some of your observations. You know, here we are looking at the event viewer and oh, these are severe errors and it's DHCP or print spooler errors or something like that. So, wow. Dale, what is your overall impression of this as a professional in, in this field? And, and, you know, just having received this call and, and spending the whole three hours of your time
2: with them, is this, yes. is this a real threat? i mean it is a real threat i mean that's the the kind of scary thing that i mean the reason i let them along for so long was and I actually i was surprised they they stayed with me for so long yeah because uh, in the earlier parts of the call that you don't hear i'm telling them you know whilst i'm trying to build this virtual machine i'm telling them stories like oh i've got you know blue screen and i'm telling them <laughs> you know, i'm telling them hex error messages that i've got and they're like oh okay uh yeah, let, let me get one of our other tech support guys to call you back, and then someone's calling me on a different number, trying to. You know, they're really persistent. Yeah. They want they want my machine. They want my card details. They want. You know, they want to be uh, keylogging my machine for the next however many years. <laughs>
1: I have a question. After something like this happens, like say they call me and I end up talking to them and giving them information. at what point is it irreversible like at the point where you're letting them in there is that already irreversible for somebody like me
2: yes it kind of depends so once they've got remote access to your machine and you see in the video there's a lot of things happening in the background so that they're uploading files to Mm -hmm. maintain persistence on your machine and you hear them say a few times you know your machine is going to be running better than you as long as you don 't format your machine, yeah. and they say that a few times to be clear and essentially I mean they these guys didn 't seem that particularly skilled, so i don 't know um, you know how well they 're constructed those malicious files, so it might be possible that uh, you know a decent antivirus checker would identify those files and would remove them for you. Mm-hmm. however, you know if they are a more advanced threat, then really the only option you have is to Know, format your machine and start again. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the other risks that you hear about a lot, not just these scammers, but with the ransomware version. So, you know, if they get particularly upset with you, uh, they could decide to encrypt all your files and then, mm. you know, you really have no course other than to start again i hope you've got a backup
0: yeah because you really don't know when you're taking this call who are these guys really right, right. they say that there are 35 of them you know, i don't know <laughs> if it's just a room of three college kids and you know they're having fun and, and hacking into people's systems what kind of motivation would they have to do this i mean so it's it seems like a prank mm-hmm. um and we're getting a little bit of feedback if i could could you actually turn down your speakers just a little bit there for us dale sure that should help what is the motivation for somebody to pick up the phone and make this kind of call and go to all this effort to trick you into giving them access to their computer to your computer?
2: Well, it's like um, like any social engineering based attack really. That this particular one it obviously requires some effort. Um, and you mentioned before you know, how do they get your numbers and things? And they often often use dialers, so they're just randomly calling their yep. you know, numbers yep. on a spool, and if someone answers. And there's and there's a you know a reception person available. They will take the call. That's that's the initial person you speak to, like mm. the handler. Yep. He takes the call and kind of gets you, you know, gets you on the hook sort of thing. And then they pass you through to these you know, more senior guys. They're going to you know, make your world rosy again. <laughs> but um, I mean, the benefit is there's there's really three things. And most people, when you hear them talk about this scam, is oh, the, the worst thing that's going to happen is. You know, they're going to take that credit card payment from you. you know, in, in my case, you know, they wanted to get £119 off me in the end, which isn't you know, a great deal of money, but it's a lot of money for, for nothing. Um, but the real problem is that they kind of hint to in that, in that segment you just heard is they've got access to your machine. So every time your machine's on, they've got access to it. They can be key logging you, logging into your bank, logging into Amazon or any of the online shopping sites that you use Yep. As well as I've already got your credit card data, potentially, if you've made that payment. So they can be you know, using your card or selling it on to carders, that sort of thing. So there's really, th- you know, three serious problems there. And as, as we mentioned before, that if it all goes bad, um, you know, they might just encrypt your files just to, to really make your day a little bit worse.
0: Yeah. Here's a yeah. thought, Dale. Yeah. I'm in Canada. You're located, You're located a little north I'm of London in the U.K., so, our time uh-huh. difference, I mean, yeah. what time is it there? Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. mid morning at this point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, for you, I could be that caller. And sorry, we are getting a bit of feedback here. And it's a little, uh, hopefully, it's not distracting for the viewers. I hope that it seems a little bit better now. I could be that caller. Mm-hmm. And I could call Dale and pretend to be a Microsoft support rep. And think about this if I get you to install that stuff, where are you going to be after this interview you're probably going to retire for the night so now i've got this opportunity at two o'clock in the morning your time
1: to do a full day's work to
0: do a full i could spend a lot of time on your computer transferring files personal Mm -hmm. files pictures documents Mm -hmm. to be able to take over your life and and you know you and use modern tactics to become you here yeah, you're going to have a field day at my expense. We've got the hair.
2: Jeez. Yeah.
0: We've got that down. Just need the t-shirt.
1: Jeez. Like no. the t-shirt. Is there ever a case ever when somebody calls you that in any way you should be giving them that sort of information? Ever? No. Never? No. So these people are really just capitalizing on the fact that people don't know that. Like really non-educated victims.
0: Really, Adele, I mean, uh, if I can just touch it real quick, with my customers, what I say is if you call me and I say, okay, now I'm going to help you out, I'm going to remote into your computer. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. You called me, you know that I'm a legitimate support representative. Mm -hmm. If somebody calls you and introduces themselves and says, I want to remote into your computer, instant red flag, sorry, bye-bye. Right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Why would anyone call you? So... This affects everybody, right? I mean, this particular, these particular scammers, as you say, Dale, they they weren't, uh, you know, they weren't up and up. Maybe they're inexperienced. Maybe they're young. And maybe they're just learning the ropes and learning the scripts. Maybe they're, you know, they're people that, you know, they they actually hire people. It's possible to to do these scams because they make a lot of money. So, yeah, they're, you know, with that said, we we just. You yeah. never know, like where the attack is going to come from and who it's going to be and what they're going to do with your data.
1: Yeah, it's best um, just to err on the side of caution at I all think so. times.
0: So go ahead, Dale.
2: Yeah, it's just to like say the main. I think uh, Sasha mentioned something about you know if you kind of fall for this scam. I think one of the important things to understand is it does, you know if you are. I've had lots of people contact me since the video, yeah. And it's not you didn't fall for this because you were stupid. Per se, yeah, because they are, even though they're not really. These guys are good. They're
0: manipulative. Yeah, they're,
2: they're manipulative, and I mean, as you mentioned, whether you're using a Linux machine or a Mac or a Windows machine, you know, this is happening over the phone, so anyone is susceptible. But as we know, you know, anyone who works in IT, Windows machines, you know, kind of have some problems, you know, over time, so. People you know, get frustrated when their machine's running slow or you know, in their opinion, the internet isn't running as fast as you know, they'd hope. Yeah. So when you've got that, that kind of thing going on, especially around you know, the Christmas season when people are trying to buy stuff, you get a phone call from someone out of the blue and it, and it probably does seem really suspicious. But then when someone is telling you that you know, you've got these problems with your computer, in the, in the social engineering context, we call it a yes set. So what's yeah. happening is that part of influencing you is You've got problems with your computer, haven't you? Yes, I have. You'd like me to help you, wouldn't you? Yes. Let me show you all these problems you've got. Can you see all the problems? Yes, I can. You'd like me to fix them for you, wouldn't you? Yes. So just give me this money and we can go away. Yes. So this is what, you know, it's not so that you were stupid. It's, there's some science behind it.
0: Absolutely. It's like the, <laughs> the sleight of hand magicians who are able to manipulate your thoughts, so to speak, or read your mind by suggestion, Right. And and you could sense through their script that it was getting more and more suggestive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I was starting to sense that even in the short couple of moments that we watched. I would encourage you to check out the full video if this interests you. uh, Go over to subliminalhacking.net. There's a link right on your homepage as of this moment. That's going to stay up there for a little while, I presume. Um, That's right. It's one of the
2: the featured uh, blog posts. So it's the Wasting Time with the PC Wizard Scammers. Very good.
0: So beyond now, of course, there's, you know, our purpose here tonight and Dale's purpose with subliminalhacking.net and the post there is that public awareness and to let you know that this kind of scam exists so that you can be protected by, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no antivirus that's going to help you from this. It's really just understanding. So how can we really, Dale, protect ourselves if we sense that this kind of call is coming in and this is happening to us?
2: I mean, the, the easiest thing, it's not as easy as it sounds, is obviously, you know, using something, you know, some critical thinking. So what is in it for this, you know, this remote company, this random person that's called you? How did they, how could they possibly have known you've got issues? Did, you know, did someone, you know, a friend or a family member get them in touch with you? So you need to kind of qualify, um, you know, why they're calling you, not because they say that um, you've got problems with your computer and... You know, you might be running XP or Windows 7 or Vista. That's, you know, they're guessing just trying to get a hit from you. So, and, you know, as as nice as Microsoft are, um, they're not going to be calling you about a problem that you may have with your machine to fix it. And no one's going to be doing it on their behalf. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And as you mentioned before, you don't need to be giving anyone your passwords or going to sites or anything, you know, not unless you trust this person. You definitely don't trust someone who, Randomly calls you out the blue that you've never heard of before.
0: Random cold call. Well, Dale Pearson from subliminalhacking.net, it's a pleasure having you here. We appreciate your expertise. And just, you know, even just having captured this is is an amazing just thing to have had happen. Yeah. Just being at the right place at the right time incredible. and having the right gear, right? So uh, we appreciate you doing that for the community. Um, how can, you know, what, what will people find when they go to subliminalhacking.net beyond, you know, this particular kind of... exploit or information so really what
2: the site's about is bringing awareness both to professionals and you know just the general consumer on kind of the tools the tactics and techniques that people use in a social engineering context so you know what are the processes that people use to fish people what does that look like how does um, how do social engineers use language you know on the phone to try and you know influence you to do something or even in person so that's really the idea and to talk about kind of my journey of discovery of you know understanding how this this stuff works and how people are influenced and Mm -hmm. you know really my main my main thought is that you know if you're aware of the process if you're aware of the techniques what people say and the way they frame things and how they construct sentences that's going to put you in a better position to you know understand when someone calls you and says things in a certain way It's going to trigger something in you to say, hey, this doesn't sound quite right, whereas before perhaps it would have just kind of flown over your head. So the whole thing is about awareness.
0: Very, very cool. I love love what you're doing. Subliminalhacking.net. Dale, thank you so much for being here. And do uh, check out his website. Dale, have a great night.
1: Thank you, Dale. It's a pleasure. Thanks for your time.
0: Take care. This is Category Five Technology TV, and uh, just a pleasure having Dale on tonight to to discuss this uh, this particular issue. And we've we've mentioned it in the past with our viewers that you know mm-hmm. this is a real issue that we need to watch out for because they are so tricky. And as I hope we were able to get across tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about it in the. It, it's happens in the mail. It happens. On, oh, boy. on the phone, it happens. Obviously, in your email, and mm-hmm. you just have to, The more you talk about it, the the better you. You're equipped for when it actually may happen to you. So
0: I even had a customer just today who clicked on an email that took them to what looked like a login form for their email. Oh, so then that's they're shady. Like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. And so they entered in their username and password and 35,000 oh. spam emails started blasting. Similarly, on Twitter... There's Mm -hmm. one that goes around as a direct message and it says something along the lines of, is this a picture of you? And you (laughs) click on it and what does it do? It says it's a Twitter picture. You have to be logged into Twitter. And it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. I am logged in, but it's asking me for my username and password. So without really thinking, it's manipulating me into entering that information. These are called phishing scams. And this phone scam is sort of similar to that because it tricks you by manipulating you into thinking that you need to provide information. Mm -hmm. And they make it so easy for you to be able to give them access to fix the problem. They'll show you the problems. And as you saw there in Dale's video, they were talking and using um, like the sleight of hand. Right. Or what do you call it? Misdirection. Mm -hmm. So the guy on the phone was talking, obviously not the person controlling the mouse. He's talking and saying, so do you have an antivirus? And the guy in the background is going click, 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 click and installing things and removing things and changing the view in event viewer to make it so that it looks like there's a bunch of errors. Yeah. And meanwhile the guy you know, if this was a legit call is thinking, hmm, yeah, I think I do have antivirus. Maybe not even watching what's going on the screen as they think about it. They're probably you know what, misdirection. Do you have antivirus? Which one? Your eye goes down to the clock, the taskbar, and thinks. That's right. Oh, yeah, I'm not looking
1: at anything ESAP. else. Exactly. Because
0: your eye has gone down there because it's misdirection. See. Very, very sneaky. In the way that they
1: see, I mean, this. in order to get that far, they have to get you on the phone. And, and truth be told, a lot of times when you have a problem, it's so hard to get a hold of whoever your provider is, yep. right? To oh, get your problem easy. solved, <laughs> that you have this backlog of complaints already built up inside you so when they finally do call you you're like oh good you've been on my list i've been meaning to call you good log right in (laughs) it just happens
0: to be microsoft themselves go right to the man if
1: you're gonna have to be on hold for 27 hours to talk to them they're not calling you
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah and being in the business i know you know we we provide remote service but we charge for it. Right. Legitimately so. The show is free. I'll remote into your system and I'll help you out with Team Viewer and, and we do that. Mm-hmm. But this is a very unique thing. This is not a technical support business. This
1: is not typical. It's a television show. We won't ask you for your credit card. Number. We might. <laughs> oh, maybe we ah, won't.
0: <laughs> instead, we'd probably rather give you a credit card. How's that for a segue?
1: That's perfect. And how would they do that? Well, I've got, these, be, I've got these. I've got these
0: prepaid. You see that?
1: Oh, visa? Mm. visa! Nice. Yeah, Beautiful. this is a
0: prepaid Visa card. Comes to us from ESET, mm-hmm. and it has twenty-five dollars already on it. Now, it's not a. It's not a. Some people said said by I got an email saying, "Oh, I don't want a credit card." This is not a credit card. This is it's like a gift, a gift card. card. It's a gift card. But because card. it carries the Visa logo, you can use it where Visa is accepted, and there, you know, it's within, uh, you know, certain restrictions. But Basically it's like a visa card as far as who accepts it, but it's just a gift card.
1: And how so. would you get that?
0: All you have to do this week we're not going to give it away with Drawbot and the reason for that I really want you at home who those of you who are watching this and can't watch pardon me and can't watch live, we want you to be able to participate in the draw. Right. So last week, I mentioned it this week we're going to do it again. All you have to do is email live at category 5.tv and in the subject line, I need the word ballot. And in the body of the email, I need your registered username. That's going to be your way of casting a ballot. We're going to enter all those names into DrawBot.
1: Seems and simple enough. we you will be a
0: part of the draw next week when we do the show.
1: Awesome. Well, good luck to you. Sure. We will give you a credit card. A gift card. Yes.
0: <laughs> we would love to.
1: See? Now, Robbie, I think it's time for the news. Is it time already? It is time it for is. the news.
0: How did we get here?
1: I know. Time flies. I love, I love talking security stuff. I love when we have people to interview. Yeah. It's my favorite, especially when they bring chocolate. Remember that time?
0: <laughs> I do remember that time. You <laughs> tend to remind us.
1: <laughs> we haven't had a chocolate interview in a while.
0: We need to set one up.
1: I'm here. It's in the All works, right. folks.
0: It's in the works. You ready for it? Here we go. Here we go.
1: Target said in a statement Thursday that approximately 40 million credit and debit card accounts may have been impacted between November 27th and December 15th, 2013. The data stolen is reportedly track data, which can be used to clone cards, according to Brian Krebs. ESET is warning shoppers to check your accounts for suspicious activity, ask for replacement debit or credit cards, choose a stronger debit pin or just change your pin likely check your credit report um and they're telling people to change their target.com password so if you do have a target.com password Mm. go ahead and give that a change and just protect yourself
0: what great timing eh wow
1: (laughs) merry christmas did
0: some christmas shopping at target and like i needed another reason not to shop there but Mm. enter in swipe your card and now 40 million credit cards and debit cards are stolen?
1: That's a lot of people that were shopping at Target over Christmas.
0: It is. Wow. Well, it must be multiple stores. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know where the stores are. We don't know any of this information yet. Maybe it's come to yeah. light and I just haven't heard about it yet.
1: I mean, it could but be wowsers. from online, right? You can shop online for Target things, can't you?
0: I'd, I think what has happened is, from, from what I'm putting together, is that these are actual debit terminals in the stores that have been fracked so someone has gotten in and been able to install chip readers or something to all of them or just to enough that they got 40 million (laughs) cards
4: that's a lot of swiping
0: but you're talking your card number your expiry date your your name quite possibly all the information that i need to place an order on amazon Mm -hmm. with your card i now have if i was the guy i'm not He's not the guy. I'm not the guy. He's likely not. Let's get that settled, NSA.
1: We'll know if there's no show next week.
0: (laughs) We got new cameras this week. We got 20 of them, and they're panoramic. And I go like this, and it's like a scene from The Matrix.
1: Our 40 million million contributors. (laughs) Yes.
0: We just took one penny from each one. It should be okay, right? (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're one of the victims from the Target. Scam. Basically, Sorry. I think the moral
0: of the story is if you shop at Target, if you have this year, <laughs> what change, are you going to do?
1: Change your, Cancel
0: p- your credit no, card you know what? two days before Christmas? Yeah. Really?
1: Well, you know, the truth be told, credit cards usually have insurance on them. So if you oh, do yeah. have a problem, right, Understand then that. it's going to be covered by your but credit card company. it's frustrating as anything. It's frustrating. And you've got
0: payments that are coming out automatically. It's, and yeah. you've maxed out and you've had to cancel your card and you got to call everybody exactly. and change it. That's just a nightmare.
1: It's more, I mean, to me, it's more the fact that credit cards have their insurance and your mortgage payments don't come out of a credit card. But let's say it's your right. debit card and your mortgage payments oh, yeah. come out of your, your bank account. checking account. account. Hello. Right. Oy.
0: Can I bring something up that yeah. I know that we're this is supposed to be the news?
1: That's okay. I like to draw out the news, so let's do this.
0: I'm just always looking for ways. <laughs> are you ready for what this? What are you showing us? I'm showing you Microsoft.com. Case studies.
1: Okay, let's you see. You ready? Yeah.
0: Case studies for Target Corporation at Microsoft.com. Yeah, this is legit, folks. Case studies. Microsoft, I don't know if you want to remove this from your site, if you really want to be bragging about this. Target Corporation, large retail, uh, retailer, relies on a virtual solution to deliver optimum shopping experience. And it goes into how... Target is using Microsoft's products Uh-oh. to deliver all of its huh. credit card and debit card safety. And <laughs> I just had <have> to throw <laughs> that in there. Merry Christmas. It's a case study about Target <laughs> using Microsoft Windows. <laughs> and they just got hacked big time.
1: Yeah, they're, that oh won't even man. be online for very much longer. Yeah, that's I have for a sure. feeling
0: that we were the last to see it here. It burned Stop. just like Compass Fusion.
1: So LG, <laughs> this is great because one of my favorite sayings is "Life is good." Not from LG, I like You're it. You're
0: their spokesperson. I. Okay.
1: <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> no, life, really, life is. Life yeah, is good. Yeah. They stole that from me. <laughs> okay, LG announced this week a new desktop computer called Chromebase.
0: No way. So, yeah. Whoa.
1: Way. The Chromebase is an all-in-one desktop computer similar to Apple's iMac. It runs Google's Chrome operating system an operating system based on the chrome web browser the computer has a 21 and inch hd display 16 gigabytes of storage and a 1.3 megapixel front-facing camera for video chats
0: that's wild
1: this is it this is good
0: i, I need to just touch on because when you hear 16 gigabytes in today's mm-hmm. landscape you think okay a 16 gigabyte ssd what's that that's like my phone has more storage than that mm-hmm. neat thing about chrome os is that it uses online storage for your files.
1: You're ruining my news story. Oh, you're going to
0: talk about this? We're getting there. I can't wait. (laughs) Tell me all about it, please.
1: (laughs) This is the first time someone has made an all-in-one PC running Chrome OS. Yeah. Chrome is a bit different from Windows and Mac because it requires Ah. you to be online for just about everything. I was... I was just saying that. It's crazy. Clearly. <laughs> While you can store files on the computer, it's best to use Google's online storage. Dr- service drive which is very similar okay. to Dropbox. So it's go. called Drive not Dropbox. While go- while Chromebooks aren't as versatile and can't run as many apps as regular PCs, they're pretty good for people who just want to do basic online tasks like checking email, reading news, watching videos. Computers running Chrome OS are typically much cheaper than Macs or PCs.
0: Too true.
1: LG didn't give a launch date or price for Chrome base, but we should learn more when the computer is formally unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show in early January. Sounds awesome. So, it actually, it's, life is good. Sounds good.
0: A lot of people these days, you say, well, what do you need a computer for? They call up and they say, I need to buy a computer. Okay, well, what do you, the first question out of my mouth, what do you need it for? Well, internet?
1: The internet, yeah. Check oh, my okay. emails well, and well, the then internet.
0: You don't really need much. Guess mm. what? Chrome OS is really the perfect solution because, you know, it's not susceptible to viruses. You turn it off and on again and it's back to nice Mm -hmm. and clean and and it's all internet based.
1: Yeah, pretty much the only other thing that people who aren't real users use their computer for are things like Skype. And this has the built-in camera with the 1.3 megapixel. Perfect. So, yeah. And it's non-proprietary,
0: so it'll have USB ports too.
1: I like it. There you go. All right. The UK broadband provider BT has announced the launch of a new internet filter designed to protect children online. The filter is, yeah, somebody has to. Sounds good, right? Right. The filter is designed to block sites deemed unsuitable for children and will automatically be set to on for new users. Customers who do not want the service will just have to actively choose to turn it off. Okay. The move comes after the government called for internet service providers to filter legal pornography and other adult subjects by default.
0: Legal or illegal?
1: It says well legal. It says legal.
0: We're talking just normal you know
1: normal legal pornography.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're not talking stuff that is illegal. They're no, we're talking about everything. stuff.
1: Yeah. Until blocking you it. until you choose to, to unblock it. Right. Right?
0: So I can hear for some reason. We're going to hear about it. The whole freedom of—they'll call it freedom of something. But you and can they'll sh- say that you're violating. But you can opt out of that service.
1: See, it's better. I mean, if you're if you're an adult, right, and you're bringing home a computer and you're and you have children in the yeah. house and you don't think to filter don't. these things off. But I if, don't
0: want to see this crap.
1: Right? Ra- okay, that's true. I'm not yeah. a
0: kid. But I don't want to see it when I plug in my computer.
1: Right, but you wouldn't think to filter it off. But the thing is right. if you're looking for it, you're gonna look for the filter to turn it right. There so you go. so it's best to have it actively like the filter turned on. It's best to have the sure. filter turned on because anybody who wants to is going to actively look to turn it off as opposed to the other people who might just be naively turning their computer on, plopping their kids in front of the computer right. and not really thinking and about saying, it because it's not something go that's find on their some mind. videos to watch. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it makes sense this way. I mean, people might be up in arms about it, but the people... Who are up in arms about it would probably know to go and turn that filter go off. Go
0: turn it off if you right? want to.
1: If they were upset, you I'd
0: make it akin to cable TV or something. It's like, if I don't want those kinds of channels, don't subject, them, don't subject me to it. Mm-hmm. If I do, then I need to call the cable provider and say, add that to my package.
1: Right. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sasha
1: um the P- the bt parental <laughs> control filters will cover any internet enabled device connected to its home broadband broadband service
0: fantastic moving right
1: along <laughs> so fourth news story all right Whoa. google has acquired the engineering company that developed cheetah the world's fastest running robot and other animal-based mobile research machines boston dynamics no yeah this is cool
0: these guys have always been cool, but they've bought
1: them. I kind of wish we had a video of this. This would be good.
0: They're available.
1: Okay, Boston Dynamics, which can contracts for the U.S. military, is the eighth robotics company snapped up by Google this year. Hmm. Huh. Both the price and the size of the project, which is led by former Android boss Andy Rubin, are being kept under wraps. However, analysts say the purchase the purchases signal a rising interest in robotics. Use by consumer internet companies. I'll say so what will happen now? Google's buying them all. This is this is after that news story that I said where Google wants to um what, predict what you're thinking? Yeah. Right?
0: Absolutely. And we're hearing more and more, even you know, with the story about the
1: Google's kind of freaking me out lately. Yeah, but imagine what they can do. I'm respecting Google.
0: Awesome. And they've got the AI for it. They've got the yeah. Google Street View and the ability to intelligently plot courses and things. So with that ability, plus a super fast cheetah robot.
1: I don't Google is like. Just the, think of
0: the potential.
1: Google's like the boss. I like it. The boss. Anyway, those are the news stories. and I even put it on my... there for you. It is? is Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by our community of viewers. If you have a new story that you think is worthy of on-air mention, email newsroom at category5.tv. For the category5.tv newsroom, I am Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. You are welcome.
0: I want to say welcome to our newly registered viewers. We've got Chris M510 this week, Deb Club, Udo B, Dave, Dave. Tech, alias Rafi Cruz Miller,
1: and Nikki. Nice to see nice. you. Nice. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. All of you registered viewers. Awesome.
0: Do you want to backtrack a little bit because we're kind of getting ahead? I want to hit some viewer questions before we get too far, but I'll let you kind of cover this kind of stuff as I get. A picture ready for you that I want to show you.
1: Okay, well, I would like to say first that Category Five TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat 5tv TV slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat 5tv TV slash IAIB. Thanks, Ashley. You're welcome. I am so
0: excited because the perks have started flowing from our Indiegogo campaign. Mm-hmm. Right. Here is a picture, this was sent to me today, just to let our viewers know that the Category 5 Technology TV logo stickers are on their way.
2: Yay! This
0: is a picture of Max, who is uh, who actually works over at StickerU.com, and there he is, packing some stickers into an envelope to be shipped out.
1: Yay! Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. That's great. There they
0: are. You can't really get a good look at the stickers or Max. You They're both cut off.
1: <laughs> That's true. This is a partial shot of Max and a partial shot of stickers.
0: But all you need to do is be tuning in next week. We're going to show you more as these stickers work their way into the package. And uh, yeah, we've got more pictures you. Get out into the too. mail. Yeah.
1: All right. They look
0: great. I can't wait. Uh, they've shown me all the proofs and everything. Um, This is a company in Toronto. We love working with a Canadian company, Proudly Canadian. Mm -hmm. And these are die-cut vinyl clear stickers. They are waterproof. They're everything. These are the best stickers that you'll ever find anywhere. But you'll notice that he's actually packing in stickers of different varying colors. So you can put them on dark surfaces or light surfaces and they'll work.
1: This is good.
0: It is. Okay. All
1: right. All right. Are we ready so. to...
0: Do we want to... Are we well, doing you, the viewer, qu- yeah, viewer questions. questions? There was a question that
1: was started, I guess, in the last episode with Eric. Yeah. And so we just want to continue from there.
0: Okay. Well, last week, as you know, we're talking about Dman810's question here. Yes. Of course, about the MIDI files and playing them from a PHP script. Now, I'll let you know, last week, we actually... We kind of... It wasn't working out perfectly... It should have been, but there was something going on that I couldn't tell what the problem was because we ran out of time for troubleshooting, and we really did. We we had to move on, and, and that was an unfortunate case. However, I had a look, the chance to look at this uh, this week, and just give a quick boo to my event viewer and everything. So let's go back to var slash www. Not going to take a whole lot of time here, folks. So um, so follow along. I'm going to, all right, move. <coughs> dot save to old index. Okay, I'm going to call my file old index. .php just so that I have last week's file. Oh, okay. Because okay? Oh, okay. I've also fixed So you're going to bring so.
1: that up then? I am. Awesome. Not All that. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. So oldindex.php is where we want to go. Localhost. Slash oldindex.php. All right. So with that file... There we go. Echo, echo. Looks like I left an ek, which was part of an echo. Let's see if that fixes her. There we go. So there's my player as we had it last week. And when you hit play, it does absolutely nothing. So I had the discussion, okay, well, what's actually going on there? Hit play, 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 play. Well, what's happening? Okay, so let's go back to our terminal, and here's what's going on. We're going to go tail... Whoa, what's going on? I think I left some of my fix in the crop. No, I didn't. What? (laughs) My script should have worked last week. It really should have. Maybe the
1: volume was down last
0: week. No, not tally. Okay, pseudo tail (laughs) bar log messages. What does it tell me? But see, look at what we've got. We've got all these pulse audio errors. Okay, so you know what I'm going to (laughs) do?
1: Sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, Sasha, we love you.
1: You fix things so fast. It's just like that. (laughs) It's just like that.
0: Okay. You know what I did? I added us to... I added... w. We know it's www-data. Okay? Mm -hmm. How do we know that? Because we echoed the exec of who am I, the Linux command, on our script. So you saw that last week. I don't need to show you that again. But then I had to add that user, so www-data, to the pulse-access group because what do I notice as I look in my terminal that all the errors that I was getting are all pulse audio related
1: okay so that's how you figure it out there you go
0: yeah so I was looking at that var log messages so what I would want to do is do a group or a user um, user mod right pseudo user mod yes so With user mod, we can add the user to any group that already exists, right? So user mod space dash a, we're going to add to dash g the group pulse access www dash data. There we go. So we've added us to that group. This is because I'm using Pulse Audio. Here's the neat thing to find when we f- when I figured out that it was a Pulse Audio issue is the fact that this won't affect you if you're using a headless server because you probably aren't using Pulse Audio. You've just got ALSA. Maybe you're using Pulse Audio. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be as big of a problem. I also try. <laughs> Sorry. I know.
1: Uh, you know what? I To be honest with you, what just went through my head is the fact that he said headless server. And I have you no like clue that? what that is. And it's I'm- a
0: server without a monitor. Without okay. a GUI. Okay, thank you. So do you. the other ones work? If I click on O Little Town of Bethlehem and hit play? It seemed like it was... Yeah. Yeah? It was It was like about to play. And I just hit away in a manger at the same time. There yeah. you go. Wow. Ha! Huh. So all we needed to do was just add us to that to that group. Pulse-access.
1: There you
0: go. I also added it... To, Easy fix. Added www-data to audio. Mm-hmm. just in case but i don't think that's what fixed it i think it was because it was a pulse audio error
1: there you go Imagine there that. you have it so, so the code
0: from last week worked
1: super now i have another question right. here maybe I think the song should wind. we should we turn off away in a manger
0: this is I like something okay
1: this is our christmas special kill here we all go. yeah so <laughs> why am i muting it there there we go might as well listen to oh, a little okay. right. kill
0: all. it's horrible it's midi
1: <laughs> it's what
0: it's like old fm synthesis this is
1: perfect so what are you talking about it's really about? nice what are you talking about it's nice about? kill For all
0: a play midi oh not permitted okay pseudo kill all there we go all right i killed it
1: all right i have a question here from david masters hey
0: david masters
1: he says hi robbie hello I use a free open source media server based on Perl that, up until recently, was maintained by Logitech. Okay. It's Perl based and runs on Linux and Mac and Windows. Supports OGG, FLAC, and most media for formats except the DRM stuff. Oh, it has so an
0: alternative to the stuff that we were looking at, Hillary and I, with building a, a like a media server.
1: I guess so. Cool. It has. It also has recently added an option to share the content via DNLA. Cool. It allows media to pl- be played on any PC and has a web interface. Cool. Originally designed to support the now discontinued Squeezebox line of network music players, it also supports open source software-based clients that run on Windows, Linux, and Mac. So that's great. Says, what's
0: the What's the program called? And we'll post a link for you in the show notes of episode number three. Uh, it
1: probably says that somewhere here. Is it the Slim Devices Squeeze Play? Squeeze Play? Is that Squeeze it?
0: Play? Sounds right. Yeah. Cool. So we'll there you go. We'll post a link for you. Thanks for the, uh, Super. for the tip. So if you're interested in building that kind of multi, pardon me, multimedia server, maybe this is something for
1: you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Here's a, uh, a fun tongue-in-cheek sort of post from Phil.
0: Okay. Hey, Phil. So...
1: Phil quotes you and says it costs about $0.25 for each download of an HD episode, high-definition episode of Category 5. Would you pay $1 per month to offset the cost? $2 a month to pay... $2 a month to more than pay for usage. And what are your thoughts? This is...
0: Those are my words.
1: Those are your words.
0: From my blog at baldnerd.com. And this yeah, is, okay. This
1: is Phil. He's cute. Here we oh, go. Okay. Hey, Phil. It says, Say what? Last week I downloaded the web dev series from Sevis four, se- season four, 12 mm-hmm. shows. Does that mean he stole three bucks worth of food right out of the mouths of the Ferguson children? It
0: does. Poor kids.
1: Um, either he's misread something or he's a horrible person. <laughs> and, uh, and on that other um, audio-only show, he heard you say that the average Category 5 show gets 65,000 viewers, and who knows how many of them download huge files. Mm-hmm. So. It's closer
0: to about 62. Okay. Um, okay, so the 25 cents per download thing.
1: Yes. This what is, is that?
0: The show costs a lot of money yeah. to run. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, first of all, you were asking about you downloaded some older stuff where Krista and I back in Season 4... Did the series on web development? Okay. That's cool. When you download <laughs> anything that's older than five weeks old, it comes from a very specific content distribution network, okay, or whatever you call the CDN. That CDN is low cost, low speed, and generally fairly low low maintenance. Okay, it's slower. You'll notice that the files download slower, but my cost, the show's cost, is much less. When you download from those, every time we release a new episode, it goes up on our best CDN, our fastest CDN and therefore our most expensive CDN because people who are watching the show brand new, fresh, they need to be able to get it fast. The problem that we encountered is that over the past few months, there were an increasing number of people who would download all 327 episodes in one fell swoop. Oh. And at that time, we had everything hosted in one basket. It was very expensive. And we got hit all of a sudden with this bill that was astronomically higher than we're used to. So I had to very, very quickly figure out a solution. That's where this blog post came in where I was talking about the costs of distribution. Oh, okay. And those costs break down to be very, very high because of the amount of viewers that we have. So is it stealing to take our file that costs me 25 cents? Well, no. Because when you go to our website, there's also banner ads, mm-hmm. which people do click on. And when you do, we get paid for that as well. Okay. Right? So th- there's, there's a balance.
1: So by and large, it balances out.
0: It really does. Yeah. There are times where it doesn't. And it's always in the favor of me having to put out money. Right. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> because we've grown a lot over the past little while. And with that growth comes added expense. Mm-hmm. which is why we've also revamped our player on our website. You notice that it's a little different. We're not using YouTube on our website anymore because right. YouTube does not monetize well with its embed codes. It's okay when you go to YouTube.com and watch us through that. They monetize, but it doesn't really work out if it's on our website. So we have our own player, and it generates revenue. So it, it balances it out. So if you download the show from our website, hopefully sponsor, uh, sponsors are paying for that for you. And right. anything else that you'd like to chip in is, is really, you know, to help us to expand the show, build the studio, get build- better cameras. Exactly. Better yeah.
1: No, that's really, that's a really good question. Thank you so Indeed. much, Phil. Thanks, Phil. What time are we? We've have? got about we three minutes.
0: A real quick one. For a real Thanks, quick one. Thanks everybody for your questions. Merry Christmas to you. I hope that uh, you're, you're having a nice Christmas season. Yeah. Can I say, you know what, can we take the last three minutes just to think yes. about Rob Gore? Who is, uh, he is a big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Rob, man. Now. Rob. Okay. So he, he's got this p- picture that he's asked for all of the co-hosts and myself to autograph. So I wonder if you could sign like kind of somewhere around here.
1: Somewhere around me.
0: And he, uh, now he got back to me and said, yes, he is buying a, a solid gold diamond studded um, frame for this. So we do need to leave room for the frame okay so,
1: so i'll sign like
0: thing. up near my arm yeah anywhere in there sure as long as it shows up all right so rob gore um is uh like we're thinking of this guy great friend of the show and uh is is probably sitting watching watching us from a hospital bed right now after surgery so hope everything went very very well my friend and uh i hope the wi-fi is working well tonight oh yeah, yeah. how's our how's our frame rate is it Good. <laughs> so there we go sasha d on there, there we for go. you
1: that's for you rob Oh, oh right. get well soon.
0: Indeed. Oh, buddy. Thinking of you. Hospital All right.
1: Hospital food. Mm-mm. Yum. Delicious. Yummy. As
0: long as there's yellow.
1: And it'll be green or red tonight. Is that well Oh, yeah. Christmas colors. <laughs> I just caught it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Coming in. Yeah. Oh. oh. Wow. Right out of time. Merry Christmas, everybody. Goodness, it's been a great (laughs) year.
0: Bit of a laid back evening tonight.
1: No, Christmas carols, not like last year, which is good because I've been battling this cold. We
0: all have. It's been fun here in the studio. This is probably the hot spot. This is the hub.
1: This is probably ground zero (laughs) right here.
0: Next week, I've got those Visa cards to give away from ESET. So don't forget to cast your ballot. All you have to do is email live at category5.tv the word ballot in the subject line put your registered username in the body of your email if you're not already registered go to our website category5.tv register it's absolutely free and you'll be qualified to win that card $25 prepaid visa card yeah well that's i I can't believe i'm looking over my notes here that's literally all the time we have i think we've covered as much as we possibly can during that time
1: (laughs) Anything that we didn't cover this time, I will pick we'll take back up next week. time.
0: Next week, I'm here all by myself. It'll be fun. Gave everybody the night off. So Perfect. it's going to be old school. It's going to be just like the good old days, like the olden days back when that's it was just right. me in a webcam.
1: So I won't see you till the new year.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's true. Good times.
1: All right. Well, thank you. It's been a slice. Thanks, Asha. You're welcome. Take
0: care, everybody. Happy Bye. Merry Christmas and a wonderful Happy New Year. I will see you. On uh, New Year's Eve. So I'll we'll see you next
1: Tuesday night. Take care. Night. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category
0: 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local show times
3: in your area at category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time.
4: Thanks for tuning in.